This is Let's Talk Rehab with Gerald and Garlo, two physical therapists who are dedicated in providing weekly discussion on various topics of orthopedic and sports rehabilitation. Here they are. What's going on, everybody? We're going to start today's episode with just a brief introduction of uh, your host, which is me, Gerald Dolce, and my colleague here, Carlo Arciaga. So I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, and I moved here to Vegas in 2014. I currently work for ATI Physical Therapy, uh, which is a corporate company based out of Chicago. Uh, I started off as a normal therapist, kind of worked my way up, and now I'm a clinical director there. And uh, I mainly deal with the outpatient ortho population uh, with some sports rehab mixed in. Um, and I think Carlo will elaborate on kind of what he does and where he's from. All right. Yeah. So my name is Carlo Arciaga. Um, I also came to Las Vegas in 2014. Uh, we both went to Toro University of Nevada and graduated in 2017. Uh, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. And I also work as a uh, physical therapist in a family-owned practice, um, serving mostly the uh, sorry the orthopedic and sport injury population. Um, so for today's first discussion, we wanted to kind of talk about um, a hallmark difference between Gerald and I, as far as uh, credentials have uh, are concerned. Uh, for us, being nearly three years out of school, uh, one thing that Gerald did early uh, post grad uh, was to pursue his OCS, whereas I didn't. And we kind of wanted to have a discussion as far as the value or some of the limitations um, that pursuing an OCS straight out of uh, graduation from PT school uh, may have. So, Gerald, uh, I will ask, uh, what was your, what were the factors going into your decision to pursue your OCS right out of school? So there were a couple things coming right out. Originally, I was looking to do a residency um, in Virginia which uh, didn't really work out too well because that wouldn't cause me to have to move to Virginia and kind of go over there and kind of start that portion of my life. So ATI at the time was offering a COMT course, which uh, I was hoping to kind of transfer into an OCS study regime, uh, which uh, helped me. But what happened is that I went through about a year and a half of the COMT and then we had the instructor that we had or the instructors that we had uh, were both OCS so that that last three months or so, they kind of help us you know what to expect for the OCS, study for the OCS, and then gave us some tips and tricks. So I used that as kind of a segue into studying for it. And then I really thought that it was going to give me a lot of, I guess, experience with maybe treatments or assessments or just all of the above. But in reality, I think the most important thing that it did for me was show me kind of the research side of things and, and how research really backs some things. And, and it helped me uh, streamline my assessment and evaluation to know what structure specifically I may be working with as opposed to just a general shoulder pain or general knee pain. Um, the one thing that I do want to say is that it doesn't really give you too much experience with the treatment side of things, right? So in school, we learn you know some basic treatments for knee, shoulder, back, neck, and people may think that, well, with the OCS, you're going to learn how to get some of those specific joints to work or specific movements, um, but in reality, it really just didn't do much for me. So uh, Carl, I kind of want to ask, what, what, what pathway did you take? Because I know that it's, OCS was something that you originally thought about um, and, and may do in the future, but what kind of path did you take to kind of help you with the education portion um, during the last three years? 
So I did want to get my OCS, but um, I never did any of the research. Um, Gerald informed me at some point during my first year of employment that you had to sign up uh, quite early. And um, ever since I kind of uh, took fault to scheduling it on time, I really have kind of just dismissed that OCS uh, for now. Um, For me being nearly three years out of school, I do plan on getting it within two years. But going back to the original question, what did I do coming out of school? Well, um, I do think that one of the primary limiting factors of a newer graduate from PT school is that when you do an evaluation, um, we tend to, as new grads, generally speaking, I mean, I can't speak for everyone. Um, I knew I did this all the time when I was a student was uh, we overtest, we overassess, we um, do things that we may not need to do, but we're trying to seek out a clusters of positive signs, negative signs, yada, yada. Um, to become more clinically efficient, I had to do my share of uh, CEUs specific to evaluating certain body parts. Now, there are many ways to skin a cat. So treatments obviously vary between therapist to therapist. Each therapist will have their own um, plethora of techniques available to them. But one thing I will say about the OCS, which again, Gerald alludes to, is the research part of it. So um, it's important to know that there's going to be certain techniques that you're going to do that are going to be grounded in a well-validated research, hopefully, uh, that shows up in meta-analyses and systematic reviews. I'm sure Gerald does plenty of that on his spare time. But for someone like me, um, I'm, I may not be as well enveloped in that. And so in order for me to get the same information he did, now that for him being OCS, um, I have to kind of do my supplemental reading with the research. And uh, one thing that's um, certain is that the OCS does review extensively uh, CPGs, which stand for Clinical Practice uh, Guidelines, for particular published um, body parts, and that's all of that's accessible to any professional within the physical therapy industry. And so, um, you know, again, I take my own courses. Gerald took more formal coursework with an actual particular timeline. Um, But Gerald, do you think that was all worth it coming out of grad school? So I think for me at the time, it was worth it. That's just, that's personally, I don't know if it's the right thing for every single student coming out of, you know, your graduation of PT school only because um, a lot of people, they'll, they'll go ahead and, and be in an outpatient setting, be in acute care setting, and then change their mind or something like that. I do think that the OCS is something that you have to sit down and think about. It's not something that you're just going to get up and say, hmm, I'm going to go sign up for it. Uh, because it is, I think the good thing about it is that it will allow you to then streamline maybe your pathway in your career, kind of like you're describing where maybe, um, or not describing, but thought process that Carla wants to do some academia uh, pathway. And I think that, you know, OCS could allow you to, to that stepping stone to the future. And I know nowadays, especially I think over the past year, they changed the rule where you to do a fellowship, you now have to have some type of certification, OCS, SCS, whatever it may be. So if that's the route that people may want to go on, it's important to think about. Um, for me, fellowship was in the talks early on, and that was a pretty big driving force for getting the OCS. But lately, um, I've kind of had a change of heart where I may want to do some other things. So, um, Carlo, I do want you to talk about a little bit on how your thought process is with wanting to possibly maybe get the OCS and then the academia portion and maybe how it would help you or how you think it may help you. 
Sure. Um, and so academia is going to be my end career goal personally. We'll probably talk about this in the future episode. Um, but when I've spoken to patients of mine who are either PhD candidates or PhDs themselves, um, in order for you to get into research, you have to be well published. And so uh, that also has to include you have to be well decorated uh, with many numbers and letters, sorry, letters after your first, uh, or sorry, your first and last name. So the OCS starts to lose its allure a little bit because you have to um, understand what value does it have immediately. Um, I know for my employer, it doesn't really give me any monetary benefit to pursue my OCS. Um, I think one a little flaw that um, we may have is uh, when we're in graduate school, we're always conditioned to... I guess be a better version of ourselves every day and as you should but um, to a point where almost you're trying to seek out certifications that you know you just want to get certified left and right and become well recognized uh, now that I work um, and I all I hold is my doctorate in physical therapy um, I don't think many patients actually look at all of those letters unless some of them really question you know uh, our education but um, I do think that a streamlined evaluation which does not require the OCS in my opinion um, will really um, foster you to become a strong clinician early. Gerald, have you had any kind of negative, or I guess, has anybody actually uh, questioned your credentials during an evaluation? Uh, a patient? No, no. A patient's, a patient's never actually asked me kind of the credentials. There there are some that call uh, call our clinics and ask, do we have a specialist in this or specialist in that? But in reality, they're just asking if we treat those conditions. So I think the only... The only real thing in terms of when people look at those degrees or those certification and letters behind your name are when you're maybe applying for certain positions in a little bit higher level, right? So if you wanted to maybe be a director of multiple clinics, having some of those experiences of being a you know top tier clinician uh, may help may help you. I'm not saying that it will because there's no evidence behind that. Um, but kind of like uh, Carlos said, is that. The OCS really doesn't give you any monetary value. It's to me, it's more of a personal. It was a personal goal, right? So once I achieve that goal, you kind of feel good about yourself that you know you can you can call yourself uh, a specialist in a certain area, and it does you know like I said before, it does allow you to have maybe a little bit more knowledge about certain conditions and certain things to do. But yeah, to answer your question, for the most part, no, I've never ever had a patient kind of question uh, the certifications behind my name because number one or number two, I should say, it's not on my business card either, right? We're just PTs. That's what we call ourselves. And I think that it's more important that we recognize ourselves as that as opposed to the certifications behind it. Um, so uh, what would be our recommendations for um, somebody to kind of get OCS-like education uh, straight out of um, PT school? Uh, for me, uh, one thing I did right away was I actually took uh, the SFMA certification, which stands for the Selective Functional Movement Assessment. Um, it's conducted uh, by Gray Cook, and it's one of those um, types of evaluation uh, models that allows you to kind of detect any kind of dysfunctional um, body parts or any kind of structures that are limiting an individual's motion. Um, that was kind of my first segue into understanding that you need to kind of look above and below the joints that are affected and maybe looking at the body from a whole global perspective. But if you're looking to kind of, you know, segue yourself into actually preparing yourself for the OCS exam, there's a lot of available, um, a lot of available documents, a lot of available resources like MedBridge uh, that you can easily access to kind of take upon these courses to better prepare you for the OCS. But let's be clear here. The OCS 
is something that you want to kind of pursue when the time is ready. You know, this is something you can easily foster over a one to two year period very slowly. You don't have to be studying like you would for the NPTE. Um, you know, you could probably give yourself two to three hours of your time, you know, once a week or maybe twice, uh, twice a week to kind of get the information that you need. Uh, but Jared, what were some of the things that you actually studied in order for you to actually prepare for the exam specifically? What can you recommend? So luckily for me, ATI has a contract with MedBridge. So everything that I was able to do was on MedBridge. It was free for me. So that was a benefit. I used their certification program, although I found that the current concepts was much more beneficial. Longer to get through, but much more beneficial in terms of giving you the information you need. Um, but I did, like like you mentioned, the MedBridge, I did take the MedBridge course. They offer, I think, three three or four practice tests through, as you go through the modules. And um, it, it offers um, lectures through like Chad, Chad Cook for the shoulder and for the neck and for the lumbar. And I think those are a lot of people that have worked with well-known MDs and other PTs, so it's nice to hear uh, their view of things and be learning those th that stuff from them. But for the most part, I think even if you're not studying for the OCS, I think that the current concepts and which is available but at a price. I'm not. I can't. I don't know exactly the price. Um, is available to anyone who is a member of the ABTA. So it gives you a lot of good information on certain <clears throat> certain tests to perform for pelvic circle instability and rotator cuff and meniscus and, and, and not just the normal stuff that we would learn in uh, reading online, but a little bit more advanced. So Carlo, do you, are you familiar with any of those stuff? Did you use anything like the current concepts or do you kind of stick to your um, research or, or the notes that maybe you took for some of your other courses? Um, so I've actually used none of those materials, quite frankly. Um, again, for me, somebody who is not really trying to rush this process, I'm really not looking to take the OCS exam for at least another two years. Um, I haven't really delved into that. Um, for newer graduates that are kind of concerned about um, their ability to provide a succinct uh, evaluation, you'll get there with time. You know, um, one thing um, that is nice about Nevada is that we do see a slightly busier patient, uh, sorry, a slightly busier pacing. So we do see, uh, we average between two to three patients per hour. Now, I know that may sound jarring to some, but the benefit to that was that we were seeing evaluations very often. Um, actually, two weeks ago, I saw a total of 13 evaluations, which has been uh, the most um, that I probably have seen in a week ever since this pandemic of COVID started. Um, but 13 evaluations in a week is a lot. And for a newer graduate, that sounds incredibly daunting. But um, with more practice, and that was kind of how I learned, was I used to use that reflection uh, between patient to patient combined with some of the more specific courses that I've taken. Again, three years out of school, um, I've only been able to take a handful because that's all my company could actually pay for. Um, but most of them were very body part specific. I do plan though to jump into the current concept at some point, but I will admit that I'm kind of lazy about it right now. Carlo, I think at this point, two, three years out, we all get a little bit lazy. Um, I've just started my CEUs for this year, finishing the fourth hour, and we got about a month to go till we need to renew. So I don't think that's anything to worry about. Um, so I guess, guys, in summary, we want to let you know that you know the OCS can be important, but it's definitely not something immediate that you need to do. It's something to think about, and it 
it won't be an immediate gratification thing either. I think that experience before getting the OCS is actually extremely important. Um, but I also realize that a lot of people don't know exactly what they want to do. And I think that's the most important thing to think about right after you get out of school. And even if, even if you're five, 10 years out, um, and you're looking for maybe a new pathway and something to do, but I, I think that it can be something that can benefit a lot of different people. And so for our next episode, uh, we will talk about another hallmark difference between um, Gerald and I as colleagues is that myself, I'm a certified clinical instructor, and Gerald is actually his uh, clinic director over at ATI Physical Therapy. I would say tune on that discussion because we will talk about some of the features of our additional roles within that. Thanks for listening.